everybody and welcome to another episode of Cinefleck. I'm your host Ethan Colburn. Welcome back. Welcome if this is your first time. Uh, thank you all for like making La La Land our most viral episode to date. So I a lot of you guys shared that. Um, a lot of you guys um, uh, posted that and listened to that. So I really really appreciate that. Um, I, th- I thought what, what would be fun is if if uh, if ten of you share this episode either on Instagram or Twitter, I'll post a video on my Instagram story of me singing "Shallow." Uh, if if you ch- if you don't want that, I suggest you don't share it because uh, that will be how you avoid uh, listening to me sing, which uh, can be difficult for some people upcoming schedule i should i i've announced i've announced this on social media but just in case you don't follow me there um this week i have uh jeff borislow from the cars cast so um i had a great time speaking with him about this indie movie called don't think twice which sort of about this improv troupe in new york i i really love this movie when i saw it in theaters in 2016 so it it was a joy to revisit and then we're kicking off sort of a romance theme leading up to to Valentine's Day. So so the next Monday, uh February first, we've got Groundhog Day with uh Mason and Jake from the Keeping It Real podcast. I I, I it's it's a really fun podcast as well that they have, so I, I I highly suggest you check that out. I, I'll be going on their show to do Napoleon Dynamite, which is gonna be fun. And then um we have About Time with Claire and Sophie returning and uh, my friend from home, Zoe. So that'll be a great time. And then our pre-Valentine's Day show on the 11th is Before Sunrise with Griffin and Steven. Just uh, just three dudes talking about the most romantic movie ever. It'll be a joy. And then um, Moonlight the next Monday. So I've got a really, really fun lineup for you guys. I really really hope uh you enjoy these shows if you haven't already check out my patreon i have three patrons at this point i've i have um griffin and steven and sydney so i really appreciate them and uh yeah if 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 you haven't already check out my patreon you'll be able to listen to uh the next episode early access on patreon if you're interested in that so uh yeah without further ado let's get into this week's episode Tell me something, girl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, Danya, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. It's about time. <laughs> it, it's about, <laughs> wow. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 I know. It's, no, no, it's so great to have you on. And uh, what a, like, what a fucking fantastic movie. I know. I literally, this is like my fourth. 4.5 I guess time Ooh, watching it. what happened with the halftime um I was going on a plane and then I didn't get to finish watch it so I was like uh maybe I'll watch it again some other time and I just never finished it and then I made a bunch of other people watch it and then this time but sometimes like this is actually 
a movie where it can be ad- advantageous to only watch the first half. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. kind of like Boogie Nights. Like sometimes you just need the first half of this movie. True. And not true. the second half. I'm not even going to lie. Like Loki, when I was watching it, I was like, um, do I want to continue? Like, should I just <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, always remember us this way. You're like, great, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> always remember us this way. Yeah, that's, that's about the turning point. Song from is that? It is. So what, okay. So what was your first, what was like your first time watching A Star is Born? Uh, did you see it in theaters? I did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So right. <laughs> Leading up to its premiere, I'm a sucker for like a good trailer, and like yeah. I thought the trailer oh, was yeah. so good, right? The walls, oh. and yeah, like the way it was, everything it was epic. nicely together. I would, I, I literally would have my computer on my phone. And I'd be like, shove it in people's faces and be like, "You need to watch this trailer. You need to watch this movie." Like, it's the best trailer. Wild, like I was going crazy. Um, but yeah, so I was like, like obviously, I was obsessed with it. So he got us tickets. And I remember when we went to watch it, I was like, okay, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be rude, but please don't speak to me during this. During, during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he was like, uh, okay. But yeah. Like, calm I, down. I know, right? Because he's like, okay. Yeah. Um, but when when I watched it, I, I thought I was going to be like, destroyed too like i thought i was gonna cry a bunch like i thought i was gonna leave thinking this is the best movie ever and it didn't have that effect on me at first like i kind of was like i loved it still but it wasn't like oh my god for me Mm -hmm. i it was just like i was like a four out of five which is pretty good yeah um but i expected it to have like this huge huge impact on me but then every time i rewatch, i just get a little bit more out of it and I normally can't watch movies over and over a lot. Mm-hmm. So I kind of low-key want to put this in my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. No, same. Every time I watch it, I love it more. I've, I've seen it like, I've seen it three times at this point. I saw, I saw it in theaters as well. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, there were two things that made it so the emotional climax was, okay, first of all, like full spoilers in this podcast um so turn it off now if you but (laughs) but um when like like first of all like there were two things that kind of spoiled it was one i i'd seen i'd seen the one i'd seen the version with judy garland so i knew i knew the general plot arc that that uh jackson was going to commit suicide at some point the second thing was this one couple this couple got in a huge fight just as he's like about to commit suicide like literally this woman like whacks the popcorn bucket like back three rows and storms out of the theater and i was like oh my fucking like and i was like what's going and i was like oh my god it was like oh my god i was just like what's (laughs) happening right now it was so chaotic and so i was just very confused um but (laughs) i I never watched any i didn't even the thing is like i literally didn't even know a star is born existed until this version yeah terrible well to (laughs) be fair to to be fair the other versions are like super old so there's a let's just just to just to go through them really quick we have the the, you have the 37 version you have the with uh janet gainer which is one of the like first technicolor movies ever and Mm. then you've got the judy garland one in 1954 which is the first kind of modern a star is born where you have like a singer up on stage 
right, as right. opposed to the first one she's an actress and then you got the 1976 one which modernized it further with uh barbara streisand in the lead mm. uh which made it which made it like like let's make it about rock stars let's let's not make it about like you know like a jazz showmanship like yeah, yeah, yeah. big number thing so so they modernized it further by making it a, like a like a rock movie that's actually the only one i haven't i haven't seen i was planning on watching that but i did watch the super old one and then the and then the old one is is a ripoff of what price hollywood from 1932 so this tech this <laughs> is like kind of five but anyways oh wow i actually i think i want to go and try and watch um at least one more version and kind of see like where this one falls since because like I only have this version to really you know identify like something that's connected to the, the movie um but I think going to go watch another one would be cool to kind of see the yeah similarities or yeah not. totally I think I think the one I'd recommend if if you were to watch another one is the Judy Garland one that, that one's mm-hmm. kind of like the other that, that was a, that was a pretty classic one but that one like um that one has a similar kind of magic to it where especially like when you see Judy Garland kind of on stage in that movie where mm. she's just like, like she has her equivalent of the La Vie Rose thing where she sings this, yeah. she sings this number called the man that got away. And you're just like, you're watching her and you're like, Oh my God, like she's a fucking star. Like it has a similar, <laughs> it has a similar like magic to it, which is really, really, really fun to see. Yeah, no, I love that version. I'm also just obsessed with Judy Garland, so that's a whole other oh, conversation. Okay. That, that <laughs> I, I, I actually want to see like how they. Sh- I, the thing I loved about the way this one was is how Bradley decided to direct it, like with mm-hmm. the whole um, making us view it from the from the stage perspective. Like mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. so much, like looking onto the audience versus being in the audience. I don't know that's if you a, know actually. Sorry. What, what's up? What's up? What'd you say? I was going to say, I don't know if you know, actually, that um, literally only like the first few rows of people in the audience could actually hear the music. Yeah, I did know that. I did know that. They just they just brought in these audiences um, and then they're like, okay, we're going to mute everyone. So the how like the songs don't leak out yeah (laughs) everyone's just like you know like how do you like that's (laughs) pretty funny those people are loyal because like yeah you can't hear anything and you're just kind of like yeah i'm rocking out and you can't like yeah there's lady gaga like cool (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty funny yeah no they did they like the concert scenes are super effective and then it was also really cool how they um they just kind of picked um, iconic venues. And I think like mm-hmm. in between, like, like, so it opens at Coachella, like they just, mm-hmm. they just kind of like found a break at Coachella and they're like, Hey, Lucky. you want to be a part of a star is born with Bradley oh Cooper. So, I mean, How it, lit would that be? It, it was, it was really cool because sometimes like it's either like Bohemian Rhapsody where, like it's obviously CGI and you don't have the same weight to like the performance right. or, or you have these smaller venues where you can actually get all these extras, but they, but they managed to film at these locations and it really like, I think, I think you're onto something there where it's just, it's got this like magic to how live it feels. I read yeah. also that like Lady Gaga um convinced Bradley Cooper to do all the singing live because she didn't, mm. she didn't like, she hated when, 
you'd see a movie and they're like talking and then all of a sudden they're suddenly like lip singing and it doesn't lip singing yeah, and it, it just doesn't it looks, it looks, it just it looks, looks kind of off yeah and it sounds like it sounds like they've recorded it in a studio or exactly. something exactly like you yeah. can tell that it was recorded i love the fact that it was all live like it just felt it just add like this level of authenticity to it like when you're watching like it feels like it's actually happening yeah i just love that love that so much i remember one of my one of the scenes that really like got me into it was when um she the first time she came to his show and she was walking in her and her best friend and like you could hear his music going on and yeah. like you could just feel the music going through you like it just felt so great and like we were kind of like with her kind of being like oh where are we going now like and then we end up on stage just looking at everything and taking in everything that's going on on stage and kind of being like whoa this is insane and that's the first right? moment you see like she sees him like on mm -hmm. stage after she's had this like very intimate night with this guy um right. which is so cool but yeah no i mean that that moment that moment is great I, I really wanted to talk to you about that moment because like i mean there's something yeah, there's something so like I've experienced that just as a concert goer where all of a sudden like mm -hmm. you're pulling up to the stadium. I mean, God, I miss concerts right now. Fuck. Just remembering how you much I what? miss concerts. I'm just remembering how much I miss concerts. <laughs> but anyways. I barely ever leave my house. So this yeah, is totally exactly. <laughs> like, like I haven't been around 10 people in like a year. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, um, like it specifically took me back to seeing Paul McCartney. I saw Paul McCartney in 2019, which oh, is nice. awesome. Nice. And um, and like we were running a little bit late, so he's already on stage. Um, for some reason, like he had no warm up act, which you'd think like Paul McCartney would have a warm up act. So he just like started on time, and I was like, who the fuck starts on time? But <laughs> okay, so so we're a little late. So he's playing all my loving and like, we're, we're like running late. We're like trying to get through the line. We're like hustling up the stairs and like, it's, it's getting louder. It's getting louder. Then all yeah. of a sudden, like we pull up and we're just like dancing. We're just like dancing. <laughs> like, Oh my love. It was so fun. But, um, but yeah, there's something about like the entrance to like the concert where you're like, you're slowly hearing more of the music. Mm -hmm. um, I've never been taken backstage, but like, I don't know that moment just felt so real. It yeah, was so it really good. And, Oh, just this idea of like the twists and turns of the hallway. Like she doesn't know where she's mm -hmm. going. Like you're saying, anyways, I don't know. That was a long rant, but yeah, I just, no, no. Like I so get it because yeah. I don't know. Like it, it literally does feel real. Like they put you in like her perspective and it's like, I'm experiencing this. Like you literally feel like you're experiencing it with her. And it's like, it's just, it's yummy. <laughs> no, yummy. totally. Totally. If you, if you do want to, if you do like, I think the only other movie that really makes me feel that magic in a similar way is almost famous. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, I've been wanting to see that for so long. Yeah. Years. No, but like so a sim it's a sim that. it's a similar thing where you get this it, it's it's based on this like I mean I mean the main character is this like 16, 17 year old reporter that all mm -hmm. of a sudden goes on tour with a rock group. And it's a similar thing where you just like you're with him and he's all of a sudden like thrown into these people that are like his idols. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think both these movies actually do a good job of building up these fictional rock stars where right. like you're I mean, like you obviously don't know who Jackson Maine is, but like mm -mm. from the moment he's on stage just playing guitar, rocking out, you're like, 
Oh yeah, this oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. He's I'm in. But... <laughs> I'm invested. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean both both movies do a great job of like building up fictional rock stars where like you're you're suddenly starstruck to be with these characters that you've met 10 minutes ago. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. And you know, um I I feel like I've never I mean I always found Bradley to be like a fine actor like I never really like see him and I'm like oh I need to see that or you know whatever yeah but I was like I know he's gonna do great and I was like kind of interested in seeing how Lady Gaga was gonna take it on Mm -hmm. she blew me away She's, like I, she's incredible she's so natural on screen it's beautiful to watch and totally oh my God, the fact that the fact that um the two roles would have would have almost been played by will smith and j-lo or leonardo DiCaprio and beyonce is like i was gonna talk no. to you about this i was <laughs> like, gonna oh shit i was gonna bring this up later no we should just talk about this now um, okay. <laughs> no okay like beyonce and leo that 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 might have worked Really? You think no, so? No, no. I but the just can can you imagine how disastrous Will Smith and J Lo would have been? Oh God. Like can, I can, can imagine, imagine if it had been in discussion. Can you imagine like J Lo like being like, oh God, like no one knows I'm talented. <laughs> like <laughs> And she's all like, she's got her like, she's got her she's all Botox <laughs> and she's all you know, like, can you can you even imagine like Oh my god. That like, oh, so- someone discovered J Lo. You'd be like, who the fuck right? believes? Like, oh. <laughs> oh my god. Was, and then Will Smith ugh. going like, oh, oh like yeah, and, and, I, <laughs> and they the said like he wanted to like show off his singing ability and whatever. Oh god. That oh, that would have killed me. And you and if they and also if they decided to go the romantic route, I can't even picture them being together. I can picture them being together in like a 2005 rom com. <laughs> like, but I, I just, like that how her it, mission was to be in rom coms, and like that's what she always does. So yeah, that's yeah. Really up her alley. Good for her. Um, good for J Lo. <laughs> Look, I I've got no problems with what J Lo does, but you can't like J Lo. J Lo is such a like such a star. You can't like mm. you can't take her down and just be like, oh, here's J Lo in a small bar. True. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, right? I wonder. <laughs> I wonder I wonder how I wonder how because Lady Gaga is also a huge star right I wonder how we can um like we can see it in we can see Lady Gaga in that and not second guess it at all that's a good point yeah but if we were to see JLo it's kind of like now now the first the first the first part about that is like obviously with her uh the the reason like by the end of this movie i'm just seeing the character and not lady gaga acting is first of all just like her mm. amazing performance like that's that's yeah. a number one 100%. like the reason i'm seeing not her but i also think there's something about her career like all the way through where whether it's like she's had some weird albums and she's had some like <laughs> weird moments you know but like it's always <laughs> entertaining as hell <laughs> you're like you're like uh-huh yeah, yeah. even so you know, I mean, she's had some like weird moments, but she's always felt like she's brought her vision forward. That is very true. J Lo is um, very, and and so J Lo is very much like, um, you know, like pure 
pop, pop. uh like yes. like yeah. big star. I'm gonna like just just like produce the shit out of me. I'm gonna like yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I know. I totally get what you're saying. And um I think um because li- I didn't know this at first, but Lady Gaga studied acting and she wanted to be an actor initially, not a musician. And I remember when I watched Round Table, she she spoke about how um, like all those various characters that she has, like when she's performing or whatever, it's basically like uh, her entry into being able to play multiple characters that she wasn't given the opportunity to play. Basically. Yeah. So I think she used her music as an outlet for acting because she wasn't given the opportunity to do so. Yeah, for sure. Cool. For sure. Yeah. Um, God, she's, I mean, yeah, we're like, they're both just so spectacular is what it comes know, down right? to. They're both just like iconic. And and who would have known? Like, I mean, I remember reading about this movie. They're like, Bradley Cooper's make a movie with Lady Gaga. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and um, like, that's such a weird pairing. And then you mm. see it on screen. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're both getting divorced, like in 2019. And everyone's like, oh, are you guys getting together? Like, what what the I hell? Know. Like, like, why are you not? Why are you not together? Why? You know, like, they're Everyone so wrapping them so hard. They're so uh they're just so magnetic in this movie. Mm. And that's, I mean, that, that's, chemistry. that's fundamentally like why the magic works is because they're so. Yeah. So good together. They're so good together. It's yeah. so intense. <laughs> um, I, I, I actually have a quick question. Do you think um, that this movie Loki shot a jab at the Grammys? <laughs> because, <laughs> because like, the way in which her songs changed, right? Like they went from being really thoughtful, melodic songs, um, like really, like she put a lot of thought and feelings into them to pushing out like what the industry pushes out for pop music and sacrificing like her genuine talent for songwriting and giving it like a cheap pop up songs in music and why then do you look so sexy exactly. in jeans <laughs> yeah why exactly do you keep texting me like that my friend loved that song so much oh my god it's such <laughs> shit wow yeah and then like, she's nominated <laughs> for three grammys and it's like what it it's see see that that whole part is a little odd to me because i i do think people see through that to a certain extent like if someone's like if someone releases shallow and you're just like oh my god and then they're just like why do you look so sexy in that <laughs> and then like 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 i feel like the times that artists have tried to just become a pop star all of a sudden have mm. not worked out very well for artists like mm. okay the 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 point that Paige brought up which i thought was an interesting one was uh taylor swift's look what you made me do Okay. No, where she tries to like rebrand and like be like, I'm a bad girl now. (laughs) And and you're kind of like, are you? You know, like you're you're like you're like white girl from Nashville. Like, really? Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I feel like people kind of see through that shit. So and people really loved it. Yeah, I I guess so. I don't I mean I never was really a big Taylor Swift fan anyway. So like when she came over it, I was just kind of like, okay, sis, do your thing. I mean, some people really loved it, but I feel like it wasn't as successful as like her earlier stuff. You know what I mean? I feel like it didn't really take off. Um she went back to like folk-ish sounding music, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She went back to like folk stuff, which is it's just just better when she's not like I'm moody. Like (laughs) I have dark eye makeup and I'm like (laughs) moody and scary, and you're like, you're not scary. Like chill, sis. <laughs> yeah, chill out. 
<laughs> Chill out, Taylor. Um, sorry, <laughs> this is a separate point. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but my point, my point is like, I, I, um, I think that like a lot more people would have like seen through her like clear transition into pop music, and I think that like if the producers saw that she had a good thing going with like maybe not country, but kind of folky music or like right. crossover country kind of like big uh like singer songwriter like like if she mm. had a good thing going with what the kind of style of music that she's doing i don't know why this producer yeah would want to rebrand her and i don't know why the public would de- demand it but i do think i do think it, it is it is like a strong comment on the industry and everything yeah because i feel like yeah okay yes it was working and then i think it's kind of like well let's try this out since this is so popular and let's yeah. see how that goes, you know? Yeah. So maybe that was, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're talking about Taylor Swift right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we can talk about Taylor Swift. Would this movie have been better with Taylor Swift? Really? No, I said, would this movie have been better with Taylor Swift? Oh, no. I just, okay. Okay. You know what? I'm 100% joking, by the way. Okay. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just was I just was about to say, you know what? Let me not say no, since I never seen her like act. Like I don't know what her potential is, but I can't see it at all. I don't know. Have you seen cats? No. I refuse to see I it. I don't know. Like, I kind of want to see it just because it's so bad. Like everyone says it's so bad. Like I kind of want to see it just to see how bad it is. I don't know. She kind of looks like a cat. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like she's method acting right there. Oh, wow. um she said the most bizarre she did she did a she did like another um rom-com in like 2010 called valentine's day where she starred opposite oh, taylor lautner i watched a weird film career oh I uh, watched it. it was anyways <laughs> taylor swift <laughs> I, it was yeah it was okay <laughs> I don't even know taylor swift's sick to folk music every time i think about this movie i have one favorite scene like yeah. if you had to ask me like what's my favorite scene it's this is this is it like when after her first performance and her dad and his friends are watching it on youtube <laughs> and, they, and they're trying to figure out like what an algorithm is and the view count and everything and her dad's yeah. like do you know what that is that's that's how many people have viewed this and that's 200 times myself. Like, it's the cutest thing. And it's so funny. And I'm just like, oh, it my is God, cute. I'm They're getting so excited and shit. Oh, it's I so know, cute. It's so good. Well, well I mean, if totally, that's a great scene. If we're talking about, if we're, I mean, if we're talking about that scene, we kind of have to get into the shallow scene. We've, we've touched on like, we've touched on like the entrance to the shallow scene. But then, mm-hmm. like, I think that magic is like amplified until she like gets up on stage and you're like, you're, yeah, I mean, like, I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's very immersive. It's handheld. Mm. You're close in on the faces. It's not like you can kind of see the crowd, but it's not like let's show you how big this crowd is. Yeah. It's, it's very like, it's, it's very intimate. like I'm in my body and mm-hmm. I'm shoved in front of a mic and like I'm supposed to sing the yes. song that I kind of wrote last night and I sang to you in private. Like it's <laughs> when I, when it's a I, crazy scene. When I like rewatch it. I, it's almost like I feel like the second-handed nerves, like because like, yes, I feel like totally. I feel like everyone has been in that position where it's kind of like, oh my god, I'm so nervous right now, but I actually do want to do this. Like I want to overcome this fear. Like how do I go about it? Should I just do it? Okay, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. And yeah. seeing her go through the emotion of like, oh my god, like ah, 
should I do this? Like, I'm so nervous. And then like to see her go up and like, even after she starts singing, she's still scared. And like, she's covering her face and, and like, it just, I like, I just felt so much nerves for her, but also so proud at the same time. Like it was totally so, like melding of emotions. Totally. Totally. I mean that, that, that's, to me, that's the best scene of the movie. Um, I can just go right into that's that that that's oh. that's my favorite scene of the movie. But I mean, what what you're talking about too, where like her dad. I mean that it just kind of shows you how. Um. I, I mean, like I I like the way Bradley Cooper apparently wanted to avoid having, like the montage of her performing everywhere and going up the Billboard charts and all that. So he wow. he really kind of shows it in. Oh my God, she just has this like pity on YouTube that goes crazy, and then and then and then the other thing that kind of replaces that that uh, that montage is he has like an SNL performance, which like mm. you know is a big deal, it's like Alec Baldwin deal. hosting season finale, like, like you you know you know that's a big deal. Yeah, it's a silent so brag basically. Yeah, totally, but you don't have to like be like, oh, here she is, and here she is at this person, and now she's on the yeah. red carpet, and you have to like. Now that you mention it, it really that that makes so much sense. It's they really they do well a good done. job of of showing her rise, but like from her perspective, without right. without like without being like this is what the audience thinks of her. You're really in her shoes the whole time. Mm-hmm. First of all, also too, they they got Alec Baldwin on set to say four words. Like yeah. that's a big. That's a big <laughs> like, I don't know. He, I think. Yeah, like I think he just lives at the SNL studio at this point. Um, so like I don't know, you just wake him up and poke him and and <laughs> give him a cue card. That. Yeah, he's like, oh, fine. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's pretty it's 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 pretty funny to have him in there. I also um, I'm a huge SNL nerd. I just love whenever they show up on SNL. Just makes me happy. It's a separate point. I just love <laughs> SNL. Um, <laughs> So yeah. oh wait, yeah. can I play this? Go go for it. Go for okay, it. Okay, so everyone who was who's listening, I have like a, I'm so sorry it's not long enough, but um it's like <laughs> it's a video of because this is when the trailer only was out. Like this is how much yeah. I sang the songs. I only know like a little bit of it, but yeah, anyways, I'm I'm gonna stop laughing. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> okay, here we go. We, <laughs> like literally and i would always stop at that one point like i would always be like i'm <laughs> off the deep end watches i dive in and i would oh my god i was sung so bad but, but it clearly shows how much i sing that because he got three separate recordings of me singing that because <laughs> i would always randomly burst out <laughs> that is so funny <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, that's like all we had of the, we had this like 30 second clip of the song for like mm-hmm. maybe a month before it yeah. came out and everyone was just like, oh my God, this is the best song like, ever. Best like, song I ever. just want to hear the whole song. <laughs> I know. No, it took so long. I, I, yeah, I thought that was going to be my favorite song of the film once it came out, but it wasn't. We should talk about the soundtrack. Do you want to talk about the soundtrack? The soundtrack is so good. What I think, what I think I forget about every time I see this is like, um, the non-shallow part of the soundtrack. The, the, the soundtrack goes very deep. If I'm, uh, mm, mm-hmm. I and 
We're I'm off the so- deep end. Yeah. Watch oh, as we well. dive in. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have like, I pulled out some of the lyrics from Heal Me when I was rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you want to get into that now or come back. Let's do it. Well, let's do it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Great. So how we already mentioned that, um, like how Ali's songs kind of shifted from one thing to another. Um, she was kind of like going up the same pole, basically. Heal me was I feel like she was right in the middle of okay I'm like half my old self and half of what the record label wants me to be. Heal me is a decent song, right? And I I I as I was listening to it, I was like, is this song almost like a cry of help in a way? Because if you read the lyrics, mm-hmm. it says. Um, God knows nothing else is going to heal me. Oh, before it's too late, won't you steal me? Steal me um, steal me all the way from myself. Won't you heal me? And I kind of was like, is she saying, like, please, like, heal me because I can't do it myself? Almost kind of like, is she saying it to Jackson? Is she saying to someone who will, like, help? Because on many occasions, on many occasions, we see that she doesn't have the confidence to speak up for herself in certain yeah. situations right so yeah. i was like could this be or what could that have been looked at as a cry for help i i i think so because there's there's just a lot of foreshadowing in this movie mm-hmm. um there's a i mean with his just conversation about hanging himself um with with like the aa person mm-hmm. um there's if you if you look at the shot of him pulling up to the bar there's like nooses on a billboard do you remember that Oh, I was going to put, I was going to bring that up. I was wondering if you noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that the second time around, but there's like, there's a lot of foreshadowing throughout. And then, and and then, um, and then also in the other stars, stars borns, uh, which was also the original plan for this one um, was to have him uh, commit suicide by swimming out into the ocean. That's, that's how it happens in the other movies. And so that would also, um, that's why they wrote shallow in the way that they did. Cause it was a mm. hint at like, I'm off the deep end. And like, if he committed suicide by drowning, mm. that would be sort of about mm. that. But um, yeah. So, I mean, my point is there's a lot of foreshadowing in the mm. movie. And I think, uh, yeah. So I, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me at all if that's sort of about her. It also seems like, like you're saying, um, it seems like a song that she would have written that then got, more produced as opposed mm-hmm. to a song that she's that that she's told to sing because it's a pop song you know what i mean so yeah. so it still feels like her and I, so i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if that like was personal it had to do with the character yeah i think so too because 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 like yeah when we watch it we're just watching it and taking it in but they are behind the scenes and they are writing for these characters. Mm-hmm. So it could have been intentional or not, but even if it wasn't in some sense, it feels intentional, which is yeah, great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, and that's like, why they do great. And, 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 and that's why they do a great job, job with the songs in general is just that they yeah. all, they all feel really of the moment. Like you're saying, like if you, if you listen to the soundtrack, like you feel like you're watching the movie, you can, mm-hmm. you can kind of feel the progression of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's just, it's just, it's a really, it's a really well-constructed soundtrack and like prop, yeah. props up to props up to Mark Ronson, who was like kind of like Mark Ronson and Lady Gaga were like the two that 
really yeah most in charge of putting it together yeah yeah because even even before that performance she i remember she spoke to her manager and was like you know i don't want to lose the part of me that's talented right right so that so then that again kind of reinforces the song it's like damn i told them like that this is not basically this is not what i want but i am not i am too afraid to speak up for myself and say that i don't want to do this yeah like, that's interesting mm-hmm. i mean i mean like a lot of this movie is uh i mean she in a lot of ways doesn't have a lot of agency over life i think you're bringing up a really good point there where I mean, the reason she's on stage is because uh, Jackson Maine forced her onto stage. Like that's right. the reason she's famous. The reason, the reason, the reason uh, she ends up a pop star is because, um, is because the producer approaches her and is like, "This is the way we do things." Mm-hmm. So she really doesn't have a lot of agency over life. And I think there's a subplot of her at the end. Um, all of a sudden sort of taking control of her career, like her hair goes back to Brown mm-hmm. and she's singing a ballad on stage. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I really think that's like, it's, it's not, it's never explicitly said, but I really think like the end is that's her again, taking agency over her life. That's a really good point. I didn't even, I didn't even think like that, that crossed my mind. That's a really good point. Um, you know, I think if we could talk about their relationship really quick, a hundred percent. You know, um, well, yeah, we already talked about them having great chemistry and whatever. But um, in some ways, I don't know if you remember the relationship between, um, damn, what's it called? Relationship with Sophie's Choice. Did you uh, remember? I don't know if you remember the relationship between Sophie and Nathan and Sophie's Choice. Their relationship reminded me of Sophie's and Nathan's from Sophie's Choice. Like in the fact, in the fact that um, the way that Sophie looked at Nathan. Yeah. So no matter how much Nathan hurt Sophie, she would always be there for him no matter what. Yeah. And, and I think, and because one time I wrote in my review is because I think Sophie viewed Nathan as a light and in a dark place. I mean, a light when she was going through some, like a, a dark moment in her life. And so yeah. no matter what he does, she will always view him as a light. And I feel like Ali views Jack in that same way because he, he helped her gain this confidence that she didn't have. It was kind of like, yeah, totally. He really, really helped me. So no matter what he does, it's kind of like, I, I will always see him as this person who, who got me to where I wanted to be but I couldn't get there on my own. Well, and that was, yeah, totally, totally. And that, I, I think that's a really good point. That was also like, that was really apparent to me when he's hammered and uh, she's just gotten like the record deal and he like, mm-hmm. he like rubs a pie in her face. Mm-hmm. And I look over a page, I'm like, you wouldn't talk to me for a week if I did that to you. Like, <laughs> like you know, like it's a, sh- it's a really shitty, th- it's a really shitty thing to do. And then, and then they kind of get, goofy and start joking around so i mean part of me was like maybe that's just their relationship but also like she has no ability to stand up if she doesn't want to be pot like he's just all over the place and yeah and you you know know what you know what stuck out to me too when i started because like yeah like like how you said um at first i was kind of like whoa why did you just do that but then it kind of turned goofy and and she was like why are you so jealous boy 
Mm-hmm. And I think he wasn't jealous at the fact that a male approached her. I think mm-hmm. it was the fact that, oh, someone else is interested in her talent. Yeah, I and think so I too. Helped, and I helped, and I helped like showcase that in a way. It's kind of like, it almost was like, I want, yeah, sure, I want her to be out there and talented, but I kind of want to keep it for me, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I know he's possessive over her, for sure. Yeah, it's like, I don't want someone else to take control over what I helped you build or what I'm basically in charge, I was responsible for building in the first place. No, it's true. It's true. And, and it's and it, and it is it is a complex thing that you're also grappling with as as like an audience member where you're like, well, why can't you be happy for a success? Mm-hmm. But also like you're seeing what he's seeing, which is like you're not being authentic. Like, yeah, why are you putting forward this shitty music that you don't care about? You're not being yourself. Mm-hmm. So like. He did keep repeating that, like, she needs to be herself and be authentic, like. Otherwise, the industry will tear her apart. And that's and that's yeah. actually that's a theme that um, that's a theme that really started with the Judy Garland one. Like this movie, this movie, I think, from what I've heard, is most influenced by the Judy Garland one. Um, I, I mean, there's a lot of like Judy Garland references, um, like her singing um, somewhere over the rainbow as she's leaving work, you know? Yeah. And um and uh, I think that that movie was was very like meta about like what Hollywood does to you because like Judy Garland at that point had been I mean she was like a child raised by MGM who yeah. was like was basically given pills to function on a daily basis like they had her take uppers in the morning and downers mm-hmm. at night and and that that was an addiction that she had the rest of her life. And so she's someone that she's someone that was like a trained monkey that was always told what to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that was sort of her looking back on that and looking back on like how the studio system can tear you apart. Similarly, I think Lady Gaga is reflecting on her career because I think she, she, she became a pop star. Um, and like I said, like she she's had a lot of she's had a lot of moments where she's all over the place, but it it feels like she's had some agency over her career, but it also feels like she's had moments where you know producers like this is how we're gonna make you famous. Yeah, I, I as I was watching, I was like, this definitely has like her career written over it as well. Like yeah. you can tell she put a bunch of her own um, interactions and and like things that she went through into the film like it was very very evident like you could totally tell totally. um but yeah i what i i wanted to talk i wanted to touch on too like how her insecurity really like it, it like it was so it was so woven into her 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 personality yeah it was like like how she mentioned like at first like how she and and then how it came full circle with the big fight that they had so basically like how you know first she mentions her nose and how she feels like she's been turned on by labels because of the way that she looks you know and all throughout the film jack is compensates for that by like always calling her beautiful and saying how pretty she is and then like i remember this little the little girl when they met his friend and she was like you're so pretty and then she kind of like wants to hear it again and she's like you think i'm pretty who and- is who is dave Chappelle's actual daughter by the way i just want to throw oh that really out. yeah 
just oh just that's so cute yeah is that awesome yeah i just yeah. thought i'd throw that in there <laughs> but yeah um like wanted to hear it again and then um so then so how how many times it's the how many times he says you're so beautiful whatever trying to reassure her when the big fight happens and he says you know what you're just freaking ugly it really really stands out like because i feel if if someone was just to say that in the argument or whatever like okay sure you're just trying to hurt my feelings whatever but i feel like they intentionally reinforced him saying how beautiful she is all the time so that when that moment came it really stands out and i think in a way he could have just meant you're ugly as in the way you have changed like your behavior but it, it, I feel like he's kind of like killing two birds at one stone, basically. Yeah, by saying totally. It's like, it's like, I'm going to hurt your feelings, but I'm also telling you like how trash your behavior has become. And to Ali, it's like, wow, like that is the lowest low you could say. And she won't think, she won't take it as, oh, you're talking about, you're describing my behavior. It's like my appearance. And that's the thing that I'm most insecure about. No, yeah. Apparently that line was improvised, which is kind of crazy. And um, yeah, it does. It does really stand out. But I mean, the fact that it was improvised kind of apparently made her reaction more genuine, mm -hmm. like her response to it. Like, I'm fucking ugly. like, like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? You know? Yeah. So yeah, from from what I can tell, a lot of this film is very uh, collaborative. Mm -hmm. Like Bradley Cooper took a lot of input from other people like on set. Mm -hmm. He started he started um he, he kind of changed scenes around just mm -hmm. because he thought it would be better but I, from, from what i can tell it's a very collaborative movie and i think that i think that works really well for like the nature of the music that they're trying to create that yeah makes gaga actually was the one who suggested that they put like little snippets of you know like their dialogue in the soundtrack mm -hmm. so like when you yeah, see the soundtrack, cool. it's not just the music it's like yeah little bits to bits of them talking yeah it's cute yeah as well as the last scene between Jack's brother and Ali that was I think they said that that was an afterthought like he had already finished all of his scenes and it was supposed to be it was, it, was, it was supposed to be her mom I mean it was, yeah, oh god it was supposed to be her dad I'm sorry it's supposed to be Andrew Dice Clay mm -hmm. um and then and then they were like maybe it'd be nice to have like Sam Elliott kind of redo you know, because I feel like yeah. I feel like it I feel like it that was a great way to go yeah totally I feel like her dad saying that and whatever like, i don't think it would have been as impactful as his own brother saying what he said to her in that moment um and i think she needed to hear that it's not your fault because all through the movie she tells them so much that it's not your fault it's not your fault i think she needed to hear that something wasn't her fault either yeah and, totally totally and, yeah and like coming from her brother who sorry his brother who knows him well it's it, like it, i just feel like it carries more weight than if a dad was to say it's not your fault. Totally, totally. What, um, so what were your thoughts on like Sam Elliott in general in this movie? I thought he was, I mean, he didn't really have like a big role, but I thought he was fine. Um, you weren't a big fan of him? No, I won't, I won't say that. I, I don't think I ever saw him in anything unless I have seen him in something and I truly just don't remember. I mean, he does a lot of like, he, 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 he does a lot of like commercial work, like, you know, he does like the Dodge Ram commercials, which is why he's <laughs> driving a Dodge, but he's like, and then, and then he does the, he God, does, you uh, said it, I feel like I'm seeing it. He does the, he does the Coors ads. He does the Coors, the banquet bear. Oh yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. 
I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know what else. He, I love, he loved the way you saw those twelve notes. <laughs> okay, yeah, I definitely feel stop. like I have heard. I have heard. No, his voice, his voice is iconic. But I mean, apparently Bradley is. Cooper modeled his voice after Sam Elliott and was like, "Please, yeah. I've done like months of Two voice months. work to sound like you. Please, please join this movie because otherwise, I said no." That would have been like two months of work. (laughs) Well, apparently this was like four years in the making. Like Bradley Cooper really like Mm -hmm. this was his passion project and he spent a long time putting this together. But um, yeah, no, I think, I I mean, Samuel, it's like great in the scenes that he has. And I love, I, I mean, while my favorite scene is the shallow scene, my favorite shot is Samuel tearing up, backing out of the driveway. I, I, yeah, I had your guess. That this time around, my favorite shot of the movie. It hits so hard. It hits so uh, hard. You know, God. you know what's interesting about like the whole voice thing too. I remember mm-hmm. him telling Ali, I think it was in the bar scene or something like that, when he was like, uh, everyone has something to say, you know, like using your voice and whatever. However, yeah. I think this uh, how we talked about Ali's insecurity, Jack's insecurity kind of plays in this too. Oh, for sure. Kind of like oh, if everyone has a voice and everyone has something to say, then why didn't you feel like your voice was suffice enough to say something? Because he takes his brother's voice because he said, like, his brother doesn't have anything to say. But if you look at the reverse, it's like you also, that means that you feel like you don't have anything to say since you took his voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it is a very, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm stating the obvious here, but like Bradley Cooper literally took Sam Elliott's voice. So it's just, yeah. it's kind of, it's, it's a... Uh, it's sort of crazy in that way, but I mean, yeah, it is. It's so much about finding your own voice. And in that way, he's very hypocritical for criticizing Lady Gaga for, Mm -hmm. you know, like be authentic, be yourself, find your own voice. And it's just like, uh, you took, you know, you took someone else's, but yeah, no, I, I love, I love their brotherly relationship where, I mean, you can tell that I, I mean, like I'm an older brother. I'm not like a, you know like i'm not like a way older brother but Mm -hmm. you can tell that there's like this parental thing that they have going you know and uh like that i can relate to in some ways you want to like help out your younger brother but you know he's sort of i don't want to be your fucking errand boy (laughs) you know like he's like he's like so sick of (laughs) that was that good I'm not even gonna lie, it was pretty good. Oh wow, I was not expecting that reaction. <laughs> oh my gosh, I tried. I tried doing it today. I tried doing it today. I was like, <laughs> I, was like, like, I was like, if I, oh my god, what, uh, like, what did he? I have to do like kind of against like Jack's voice, like when he said, "Yeah, uh, you don't deep into your fucking soul." Oh my god, I I sound terrible. No, that was that was good. You, you, you gotta, think gotta so? go deep into your fucking soul. <laughs> or you won't have legs. He loved the way you saw those 12 notes. <laughs> he sorry. loved the way you saw those 12 notes. Seems to be like your favorite line. <laughs> I love that line. I'm sorry, I said it twice. I love that line. Um, no, I love, the, I love that idea of the 12 notes. and That's actually from the original Star is Born as well. Um, mm-hmm. What else? Yeah, Sam Sam Elliott's like a perfect man, and I I hope to know him someday. I've got a question for you. Sure, go ahead. If um if the Grammy scene happened in real life, if like best new artists happened, 
Ooh. And, um, you know, drunk husband comes up on stage, pisses himself, falls over on stage. Mm-hmm. Purse, like, well, I'll ask you first. Do you think, do you think that, like, her career would never recover? Like, do, do you think that, like, her managers would have to do a bunch of, like, work to, like, repair her career? Do you think, like, do you, My- do you think the public would blame her? That's the thing. When when his manager was like, we had to work overtime to make sure that her, you know, career is saved or whatever. Yeah. I was kind of like, I was kind of like, why is it hitting her career so hard? Right. Like, yes, that's her husband. And, you know, like when you're in a marriage, like what your spouse reflects on you. But I don't feel, I don't understand why that would be so fundamentally destructive to her career. I don't get it at all. Yeah, that that was that really threw me off. I mean, because you think about like award show moments that have been embarrassing. I mean, Taylor Swift and Kanye were obviously not married, but you know, like I can't believe Taylor (laughs) Swift is coming up so much of this, by the way. But um, (laughs) but you know, like like Taylor Swift gets interrupted on stage. There's a lot of sympathy for her, and I mean, even if even if it was like from your husband who like pisses himself, like I feel like you know, the, the story would be like, he, he went, he went to rehab, like he's, he's really not mentally okay. Mm-hmm. And everyone, everyone would send a lot of love and sympathy. Like, I feel like that would, especially now that people are sort of more aware, especially that people are more aware of addiction now. I don't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that the main, like, I wouldn't think it would be like, oh, we have to like repair her career and repair her image. Yeah. It's like, well, like he's not okay he's not okay clearly clearly he's not okay so that mm-hmm. that threw me off a bit i was wondering if you and, thought the same thing yeah i do and you know what stuck out to me too when i was watching it is the fact like how they refer to alcoholism mm-hmm. they they i feel like they understood and they said in the film like they understood that it was like a mental issue like yeah Lady Gaga calls it like when she told her dad she's like it's not your fault it's a disease yeah and um when I remember at the first breakfast scene between Ali and Jack and he said like how his brother would come over to take care of his dad when he's sick. He didn't mm-hmm. say when he's drunk. When he said Oh, when I didn't pick sick. up on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think like they really understood that, you know, like like it's it's literally something that is affecting someone's brain and that it 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 it, it like it it kind of like affects their behavior and everything. So it's yeah, not totally. really like they're choosing to be disruptive, you know? So I think that was, I think that's really good to point out that they really um, understood that and placed it carefully in the script. He is a very like complex character in the way that he's, he's, he's endlessly charming. Mm-hmm. He's clearly got demons. Like I, I just, I, I, I love the way, I love the way he's, he he almost like slightly disappoints you all the time, but it's like, yeah. but then you kind of you kind of love him. I love I, him I at the same time. I don't like I I I don't know why he's so endearing to me every moment he's on screen, but I just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm so you I'm know, so happy to see him. Yeah, I guess you know what it is. Um, well, I don't know if it was like this for you, but for some reason, I think I think when I look at him, sometimes I almost look at him with Ali's eyes. Mm-hmm. 
yeah mm-hmm. it's like it's like I still adore you even though like you're having these issues because I like I don't know like it's just like there's so much love there and I feel like us as an audience like we're watching and it's like there is so much love there like I should feel love for him because he yeah. is lovable <laughs> you know what he I is mean? he is like, also yeah. he's like so talented like that's the other mm-hmm. thing like which i mean we haven't talked about how bradley cooper became like sings and became a guitarist for this right? movie we haven't like talked about that yet which is crazy and like convincingly becomes like a rock star i know it's kind of like you could be you could have this as like your second job and make my no yeah he could just stop <laughs> acting and go on tour and everyone would show up for him yeah <laughs> no he's amazing um but yeah i mean part of it's his talent and part of it's just his kind of mm-hmm. his kind of charm yeah. um i she's i, I, so I forgiving. think she is she is so forgiving i mean like i talked about like the pie the pie thing just being like mm-hmm. like you know you announce this big if if i had this you know i've had some big accomplishment my significant other like pied me i know I'd be like she, uh uh-uh. like the, she's just she's just so tactful and I mean, like, even after the big fight and she was kind of like, you like really hurt me and hearing him say sorry, or whatever. And like, she just gives him a hug. And I like that. I was literally like holding my heart in that, in that scene because it's like, oh my God, like some, someone else would literally be like, F you get the hell out of my like face. Like, please like leave me alone or whatever. Well, and yeah. 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 She's just like, I'm going to hug you through this pain. Basically. I, I, I do think it was significant though that um, he's like, Oh, can I stay and watch your performance? And she's like, uh, uh-uh. like mm, I'll see you mm-hmm. at home. I do mm. think that was like, that was one of like the first times she's setting boundaries, mm. which, which goes back to my, my, my point about like how the, the whole, there's a massive subplot about her finding agency over her life, like learning mm-hmm. to set boundaries, learning to like, like, I mean, her standing up naked in the tub is just epic. Like she's just like, <laughs> I know. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, like I mean, she she's learning to set boundaries with him. But I mean, do do you wish do you wish that she'd stood up to him more? Do you wish that do you wish that they'd like like do you wish that they'd gotten in more fights, or do you wish that hmm. like how 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 do you wish she'd handled the issues in this film? I hmm. My thing is, I wonder if, if they got into, oh, I don't know. I guess it would depend on when those fights happened in the movie. Right. Uh-huh. Because, because if it happened like closer to when she first started out, I would kind of be like, where does that come from? You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah because sure. we haven't seen her, we haven't seen her do anything to really stand up for herself. I remember even in the studio, right, when she couldn't get, she couldn't come in right on cue and Jack was like, I'll fly in the piano, like we could bring the piano. She was like, do you think that's okay? You know, yeah. question. Yeah, totally. She's the talent, you know, like she needs these things, but she doesn't feel like, oh, I can, I can just ask for whatever. So totally. I don't know. I kind of, I, I honestly kind of liked that she, that she was I guess stuck but I feel like she was also aware that she was stuck and it just keeps reinforcing the fact that she just can't speak up for herself because it just keeps reiterating over and over I do you remember at the photo shoot scene after her manager's like praising her like oh my god you look so amazing and she's like oh my god it doesn't even look like me I feel like she says it 
casually as in like she means it but she also doesn't yeah. want to sound confrontational and then he yeah. and then he buys past it like she so she's very aware that she's not being herself but she just doesn't know how to say it well also i mean she she wants to she wants to be a star i mean like mm-hmm. literally i just did la la land i mean she like it's the same it's the same idea like are you willing to give it your all and kind of sacrifice mm-hmm. a piece of you just to be be right, famous you know i mean she she did but i mean yeah i mean i mean we, we we talked about how i i would think that there would be a section of the american public that would notice that she's being inauthentic also lady gaga does not look good with with red hair that's just a bad i, I mean i know <laughs> i know that i know that they didn't want her to go blonde but like this like weird red hair it's not yeah. just doesn't work for anyone it I mean, wasn't my favorite i it wasn't my favorite um i liked the brown and i definitely love <laughs> I, I definitely love like her like blonde type of platinum hair like what she has yeah, but yeah, yeah that yeah. red was i feel like that would work on heaven rachel wood yeah no it work it works on it works on some people but uh yeah, like not everyone can pull it off i guess i guess it's supposed to be like so obvious to the audience that it sucks but like mm-hmm. it like i'm like this okay let's just let's just let's just say like this producer is a bad producer let's just yeah. let's just put it he doesn't write good songs and uh he makes her look bad and you know is partially responsible for her husband's death so oh, fuck I this producer so much um but also okay okay so side note i looked up a picture of this actor and it, lo- it just looks like he's playing himself like i found this picture where he's like <laughs> he has like he's like you know the big over headphones with like a with like a gray hoodie and he's like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this guy looks like he's just playing himself in this movie it's hilarious oh my god and also he's the same last name as his, as his character uh oh, so really? kind of bizarre um I found, I found that that was actually bradley bradley cooper's dog in the film like who's their dog who's their i dog? know and it's actually named char it was so cute with him cute. playing in the playing in the leaves and stuff it's so adorable um gosh i feel like i'm like through half my notes we've been talking for an hour this is insane um (laughs) so much to talk about here it's so crazy i know oh you know what i have a question actually yeah go for it how did you feel about them not showing her initial reaction after jack's death um it worked for me like it would have it would have felt a little oscar baity if they're like you know she's like you know she has her big Mm. breakdown would have felt like Mm. okay she's really i mean maybe that would have gotten her the oscar i don't know but Mm. like it would have felt a little like her in slow-mo like breaking down that was, you know like you kind of not the slow-mo <laughs> no i mean you can see how it would play out and mm-hmm. and i think that so much of this movie is trying to break with what you expect uh how you expect things to play out i think um i i, I do think though that we get we kind of get that moment with the end song so mm. i think i think that not seeing her initial reaction and then hearing her pour out her emotions there it's kind of like you're sudden, like the first time you're really seeing her full emotions are on stage. That's interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like maybe I would have detracted from that in some ways, mm-hmm. which I think, I think the end song of this is so powerful. It's amazing. You know what? Honestly, how you just said that, that you kind of just basically shifted my mindset on the whole thing. Like that makes that, that actually is really good. That makes a I lot mean, of I sense. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying what stuff. I think. I'm just making stuff up over here. Um, no, but, but um, 
yeah like i i, I heard that like her apparently her friend died and like I just an hour before yeah she, if you, you you can tell the story if you want but yeah no i just i just yeah. was gonna say like um her longtime friend died of cancer like right before she had to do that scene and i just was like oh that's so heartbreaking like to, but then, so, it, it, then it comes in really well with the emotion because it's coming from a really really place it does it does and bradley cooper was like hey do you want to like not hop on shoot you know and she's like and she's like no 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 like she like she said all she wanted to do was sing like she just wanted mm. to sing it out and so yeah yeah i mean it, it's it's like there's a there's real heartbreak in there like mm-hmm. It's a sad I want to moment. Meet Lady Gaga so badly. Like yeah, I'm not good. a I'm not a fan of her music per se, but I'm a fan of her. Uh-huh. I just think she's she seems like such a down to earth blast in a glass. Like <laughs> <laughs> she just seems like so much fun. Like I feel like I could sit down and talk to her for like hours. Let me let me run through some of the other people who are almost cast because I think it's interesting. Okay. Um, so. So Clint Eastwood was going to direct with Beyonce, which is the yeah, one. Yeah, I heard that. I think, I think Beyonce would have been really good in this. I don't, I don't think Beyonce is a good actor, so I can't. That's the problem. But That's like, problem. also, she's had, she's been in bad movies. Like, That's has she been too. in? Has she been That's in a good true. movie? Like, what was that? What was that one like thriller that she did? Like Possessed? Obsessed. Is that the one? Obsessed. Obsessed. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Glad you knew what I was talking about. Um, yeah, no, she's she's also been in bad movies. That's I actually true. feel like she's a good actress in the Lemonade movie, but this is in like the Lemonade movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, her visual album. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she's just like smashing cars and shit. But I feel like she does a good yeah. job on that. I'm, I mean, okay. Like, yeah. She I has. Like she's. Yeah, she's like. She she has like this presence, like this aura, like she she can get in the character for sure. So I. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe if and then again, it would have to been written to tailor her because I feel like one hundred percent tailor. On Lady Gaga. Yeah, she couldn't just Bradley, become a country so, star, right? Yeah, exactly. That wouldn't have worked. So, um, yeah, if that if that happened, then sure. I think possibly I would have some belief, but I would be more doubtful. I would have to see it to say, okay, she pulled that off. No, that's fair. I don't. I don't know that she could pull off the acting. I just definitely know she could have pulled off the. Let's just call it the shallow moment. You know where mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. like. You, or, or like the La Vie en Rose moment where mm. you catch her in a yeah I don't know what <laughs> song she would have done but it would have been like crazy awesome like she she could have pulled off that moment where it's like I think if she dressed down and like wore less makeup or kind of mm-hmm. like dirty herself up you could you could you could like walk into a bar and hear her playing and be like oh my god this woman's a star like i think yeah. she would have played that moment really well mm-hmm. i don't know about um the rest of it other people that were up for the part um jlo obviously that's a big no 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 for me um no. shakira i ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um that's Demi- also a nerve for me. <laughs> Demi Lovato 
actually, I don't I, mind. I, I don't, don't mind, mind I, that. I literally just want to say I don't mind that at all. I think Demi could have definitely pulled it off a bit. I think she might have, like, I think she could maybe do it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mean, know. no one is better than Lady Gaga in my mind right now, mainly because right. I think she did such a phenomenal job. But Demi, I definitely, I so could see it. Like, she, let's just let's just talk like a world in which Lady Gaga turned this down because I just think these are interesting to speculate on. But I mean, I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't replace Lady Gaga in a million years personally. Right. So, okay, Beyonce's a Beyonce's like a maybe, but like, maybe. are you gonna act well? Uh, Demi Lovato's like I think our strongest yet. Uh, yeah. Shakira is bizarre. Like, how would she hit? How would she hips don't lie it up in a in like a? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Okay. She would like belly dance over the entire thing. <laughs> Everyone's True. like, wow, this no. is pretty You're out there. Awesome. Not even having to sing. No, I've never seen her act. Okay. Selena Gomez. No. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, I, I agree. I yeah. I also think, I mean, I don't know if this is bad to say, but I think Selena Gomez is like too pretty. Mm. Like I feel like I feel like in this role, like Lady Gaga is sort of imperfect. Mm-hmm. Like, I and I think that, yeah. you need to sort of have that element of like you're flawed and you're pushing yourself for, and you're just a star because your talent Selena Gomez is yeah. like gorgeous to me well Beyonce I, is too though I, so I don't know yeah. but the thing is I mean I find Demi Lovato really gorgeous too but um, that's true that's true with, when I saw when I saw Selena in uh, damn, I think it's the fundamentals of caring I think it was oh yeah she wasn't that so she wasn't dolled up or anything so maybe if she kind of had a bit of that and then still brought down a few notches, maybe. But when I think of Selena, I still think child actor for some reason. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah don't for sure. I connect to anything um, adult. But she also, she kind of has a baby face. She does. So I feel like it would have feel very pre- like premature in my opinion. Yeah, it w- yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I mean, she's also a lot younger, but like she would it wouldn't feel as like, yeah, it wouldn't feel like their relationship was as mature. Like when they get mm-hmm. married so fast, you wouldn't yeah. be like with them. Cause you'd be like, are you jumping into this too fast? Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, three, four more. Um, Kesha. I, that's kind of a, I don't mind. I don't really? like, I don't No, No, I'd have to see a screen test. Okay. <sighs> oh, wow. You have to think like, not like TikTok Kesha, but like now Kesha. I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. okay, We can move on from Kesha. And then they're they're also singing live too. So that's another thing. Can they sing live? Yeah, that's true. Rihanna? I mean, I love Rihanna, but... I love Rihanna. Who would be her counterpart? She's your Caribbean neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like hey girl <laughs> I wonder, you have to love her um i wonder like who i wonder who she will play alongside yeah so i can i can run th- I'm, I'm probably taking too long with these honestly okay so so the two others uh for ali or for the ali part i mean they'd probably like change the character around are janelle monet <gasps> i could see that that could work Oh and, yeah, and Esmeralda and, and Esperanza Spalding, who I don't really know. I don't know but, who that okay. is. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, up for the Jackson, Jackson main character. 
um christian bale okay <laughs> like i i just i've never i've never seen him not transform into a part so i'm yeah. not gonna like doubt it but i don't see it mm-hmm. um leonardo dicaprio i don't know that he can like i don't know that he can rock out but he I... he does play a great junkie that's true but <laughs> but the music aspect of it would just not be quite there for me tom cruise that's a that's probably a no i but... don't agree yeah he's, he's just and he's such a nugget too like he would be he's a cool. nugget <laughs> you just called tom cruise a nugget on a podcast i, I love this I I one time i swear i saw the funniest comment someone was like god only made tom hanks five seven because if he was taller he would be too powerful <laughs> that's really funny um johnny depp which i think i i could definitely see could but see. like like a maybe an early because he's 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 a little washed up now, but like mm-hmm. like maybe 2011 Johnny Depp, like a little more like mm-hmm. pretty boy with long hair, mm-hmm. totally fit the part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and Will Smith, which I would like the Will Smith J Lo one <laughs> is like the worst, the worst Fair. possible. Though yeah, yeah. Is if it was Will Smith, like was it going to be like rap or something? Like is he is he really going to sing? They're t- they're the two most obsessed with themselves stars in Hollywood. A couple other just like random notes I had. Um, I just noticed this time that like the time he's crushing pills before he goes on stage, he's at a pharmacy convention. Yes. I just so noticed, you did that. notice that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the first time I noticed that. I thought it was, that funny. was the first time too. And I was like, oh, okay. Um I love I love when um Andrew Dice Clay, like Lady Gaga's dad, is like taking care of him like getting under the shower but also like why'd you fucking do that like yeah he's pissed but he's also taking care of him i thought that was really well played i don't know whose like instruction that was but that was like a really great moment for me i think and you know too i also kind of feel like he felt like it was his fault that his daughter ended up with a junk we mean sorry not a junkie with a drunk yeah, yeah, yeah. um because he because obviously he was as well um and i think he was like damn this probably is my fault because she's seen me like this so she probably thinks that it's okay to date someone like this that's true that's true is is it implied that he well i i I guess it it is implied that he was kind of a drunk right because when she said he's a drunk you know everything about drunks right 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 right. yeah yeah Yeah. there was that line early on for sure Mm -hmm. i have one yeah thought actually for i hope Go people actually listen to this whole thing i like your invitation to my fans they're gonna love that I, you're gonna turn I it off now <laughs> um do you think uh do you think he married her to prevent her from leaving i feel like mm-hmm. i feel yeah. like even if it wasn't like intentional like feel like subconsciously he was like i need to put her on a lock because i remember when she showed up she was like i won't come and find you i won't come and look for you anymore even though probably she would have done it anyway i he would propose like right after that no yeah it was 100 percent that i think well it was also like it was both it was like it was like he, him trying to be possessive but it was also like him being like i want to make a commitment to you like I think mm-hmm. it was something they both wanted. Like they both wanted that like that commitment to each other. So I think that part was real. But like again, this kind of comes back to what we were talking about earlier with their fights are like 
I love fights in movies where neither one is really wrong. Uh, uh-huh. You know, yeah. like, yeah, and yeah. that, that is, that's a lot of this where you're like, okay, you're being possessive over her, but he's like, I just want you to be yourself. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, she's, she's not being herself. And she's like, yeah, but you're fucking drunk all the time. And it's mm-hmm. really hard to live with you. Like both these things yeah. are true. So it just, it makes the, it makes their fights really interesting. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Cause it's almost like, it's almost like you're not choosing a side. Totally. Well. Yeah. Cause you're like, damn, I could see, I could see both of their sides. And that's, I feel like that's a really good position too. Like when you're like, you're not really rooting for someone, like you're trying to understand them both and trying to, and trying to basically say, okay, how can we resolve this? Like you're putting yourself in it too. Like, how can they, how can we do this? Any, um, any just like final thoughts on a star is born. Anything you want to wrap up with? No, I will. Other than I just thought that Lady Gaga was amazing, and I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing her in Gucci, um, in the new film. I think it's coming out 2020. Yeah, no, that looks. And crazy. Adam Driver. I'm yeah, so pumped I'm, for that. that. The cast look, I, looks amazing. I know. I'm. So I'm glad she's acting again. I know. I I was like, please don't be like your last thing. Like, please come back again. Like, I want to see her in so many more things. Side note: the other, the other, just like person I think should drop their music career. Well, I don't think Lady Gaga should drop, drop their music. Their music. <laughs> like give actually up actually dropper. actually the guy the, this guy i think should just drop his music career and start acting as harry styles he's an amazing actor I he was amazing in dunkirk he like christopher oh, nolan christopher nolan cast him in dunkirk and didn't even know who he was because he thought it was oh, like the no. he, they auditioned thousands of people and thought he was the best and oh, wow. he hosts snl and he's hilarious i just his music's good but he just needs to act he's I a great he's a great actor I mean, I haven't, I only heard like maybe two of his songs, to be honest, because I was never a big fan of One Direction. I feel like they were famous mostly because of their looks. So, you know, like they were just very teen girl. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know? Yeah. So I need to see Dunkirk. I have that on my list, actually. Dunkirk's good. It's been great having you on. Do you, uh, I usually have people wrap up with a quote. Do you have like a a quote, a, a quote from a movie they love in character? Are, are there any are there any other like Sam Elliott lines you have <laughs> or Bradley literally, Cooper lines? Literally the only because I know like this was coming like but I already said it like the one where oh, he was like okay. oh you know what I do have another one okay and it reminded me of Jason from like our group chat oh yeah yeah <laughs> when, when Ali's best friend when she came and she was like he's asleep and he was like um. She was like, I don't know, go shake your titties in his face or some shit. And like that reminded me of something Jason would say. Like, I don't even know. But this sounds like something Jason would say. That's pretty funny. (laughs) That's like my final. I love her friend in that. Send off. (laughs) Send off. Go shake your titties in his face or some shit. It's been it's been so fun. It's been so fun. This was a great time. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cineflag and I will see you next week.